Welcome back in. Good to have you. And for those of you joining the network, glad you're with us today. The Bill Michaels Show on the air. Brewers stunk it up over the weekend. You got uh, the NBA Finals continuing tonight. That's pretty much it. Packers back at it tomorrow with the mandatory minicamp. Not a lot happening in the world of sports in, uh, in big story sense. Uh, good to have you. Hey, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Quick Trip. Can't say thanks enough to our friends at Quick Trip. They are the official fuel provider for the Big Unit Cruiser, and uh, we officially head out on the road tomorrow. We are uh, leaving after the show and heading up to Rice Lake, where we're going to be uh, stationed there at Turtleback Golf Course on uh, both Wednesday and Thursday. And uh, going to be there and then uh, at Road America on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, back home on Monday, Tuesday, then up in Wausau on Wednesday, and then back home uh, to round out the end of the month. But uh, but thanks to them for being the official paper, uh from our friends over there at Quick Trip because we can't do it without them. And also, if you go, go in right now, and they're at the end of the month giving away a pontoon boat. So, uh, compliments of our friends over there at Mountain Dew as well. But you use your Quick Rewards card, and you got to check the stores for details. Uh, and that is, uh, don't forget, use your rewards card. I used mine over the weekend and got a free breakfast sandwich. Like I say, everything tastes better when it's free. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, we're going to get back into the Brewers coming up here momentarily. I wanted to get to this because uh, I, I, I told you I didn't want to have a major reaction to the whole PGA live thing until we got all the details. And the majority of the details are out now. Uh, the the way this kind of goes now that you look at it, uh, the PGA Tour probably knew the minute the Live Tour started that you got $600 billion in Saudi Arabia money, okay, in that investment fund, that PIF, the Public Investment Fund. Uh, and that wasn't going away. I mean, granted, the tour was not doing well. It seemed to be that they were cutting back <laughs> on some of the some of the niceties. Uh, they went from you know fourteen events, and they were pushing it to, or they started at ten, went to fourteen. They were going to push it to twenty. They were going to do some things that maybe the golfers weren't going to like, but they were paying the golfers exorbitant amounts of money. Okay, so they knew it wasn't going away because the Saudis could just say, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna outspend you," and it is what it is. Uh, the other thing that seems to be the largest uh, thing for the PA, if you want to call it that, is that uh, the anti the, they they were each suing each other antitrust, okay, and that was not scheduled to actually become a hearing until 2024. However, as they prepared for that uh, through discovery motions the PGA is going to have to open their books. And I think the PGA, who was keeping purses down and the players weren't getting the money that they felt they should be getting and complaining about it, and the PGA saying, we're giving you as much as we can, I think the fact that the PGA Tour magically found $20 million for purses and escalating fees, I think that made the PGA nervous because if they had to open their books – I think a lot of tour players were going to say, you're liars. You're liars. So staring down the barrel of the lawsuit and $600 million worth of competition, 
uh, the PGA took the money and they merged. And the fact that the public investment fund is now the sole investor and has the right of first refusal on any future investments, in the simplest of terms, as uh, Andrew Brandt put it, the Live Tour, uh, the private investment fund, they bought golf. The PGA Tour sold out. PGA Tour Commissioner Jay Monahan had explaining to do. Simple as that. He was steadfastly antagonistic to both Live and the golfers who defective. And all of a sudden he turns around and not, not only does he, go, he merge, but basically sells out. And then he, oh, by the way, he's still the commissioner. It was, he sold out and said, well, I'm going to sell to you, but I'm also the head of this. Keep me the head and keep my salary. And, and, um, he looks like a complete liar and snake. There have been mergers in the past. The ABA and the NBA, the AFL and the NFL, you know, American League, National League. There's There's been mergers of in the past, you know. Um, you're not merging the USFL and the NFL or the XFL and the NFL or anything like that. But, you, you, you know, this was something that had they just worked with Live Golf in the beginning, it probably – would have like just been okay it would have worked out you know but they didn't now the bigger picture becomes this saudi money qatar money other middle east investments they want to buy american sports they've invested heavily in the english premier soccer league they've invested heavily in formula one racing to think that they're not going to come after the nfl or Major League Baseball, or the NBA, I think you'd be naive. I think you'd be naive because they can afford any entry price, whether it's a franchise or the league. Right? I mean, you look at a guy like Josh Harris, who is is one of those just massive billionaires. He owns the NBA 76ers. He owns the NHL Devils. But he's, tr- he's still somewhat struggling to secure the financing to purchase the Washington Commanders for $6 billion. That's where the, the personal investment funds would come in and start alleviating some of these issues. That's where you're going to start finding Saudi money and Qatari money and such being invested in these sports. And that's how they're going to end up buying in. So I know there is a lot of heavy-duty feelings out there on both sides of the aisle. I understand it. I'm not negating those in any way, shape, or form. But what I'm saying is, is you are eventually going to get an owner that is going to have Middle Eastern money backing him to where he can outbid anybody to buy an NFL, a Major League Baseball, an NBA, or an NHL franchise. And you just had 
the uh, the the massive amount of public funding go into uh, the Buffalo Bills new stadium. Okay. Because uh, the Bills are going to break ground on their new stadium, and it's going to be the new Highmark Stadium, right? And they got uh, state money, which was $600 million from the state. They got $250 million in public uh, funding uh, tax money, okay? So they got $850 million to keep the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. Why? Because there's other cities out there that want teams. So they did it. Remember when we talk about the Brewers and all of this and people say, let them walk. It's Buffalo even said, look, we can't let them walk. It's either build them a new stadium and they're leaving. So reluctantly, the state of New York and the, the city of Buffalo put together the funding to be able to, to pay for a majority of their stadium. OK, which is expected to be like a, a one point five, one point six billion dollar stadium. So it's going to happen. And eventually you're going to get that private investment fund money, you know, to, to come in and say, we'll pick up the other half of that stadium. When you're talking $600 billion in investment money, what's a half a billion dollars to them, right? And that's where you, you got, you, you, for everybody that wants to stand on higher ground, that's when you think about selling your soul to the devil, so to speak, if that's the way people feel about all of this. So, you know, the Bills owner, uh, um, is, I think it's Terry Bagula. I, I can't re- I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Um, he, co- he could have afforded the stadium himself to build it. But, again, with cities out there saying, no, don't pay for it yourself. We'll pay for it. That's when Buffalo and the state of New York had to go, okay, no, we gotta, we got to take care of this. And that's what they did. That's what they did. So going, how that was about referencing where we're at situationally. And I talk about owner of Mark Atanasio and such, and people say, well, you got to find an owner that's going to spend money. Careful what you wish for. If you are anti-live money and private investment fund from overseas, because the next owner to buy a major league baseball team and say, we'll finance everything ourselves," could be somebody coming in from Saudi. Would you take that? And that's that that you ask. That's a serious question. If, say, Mark Atanasio said, I need help. And one of the private live investors who has a couple billion bucks in the bank, 20, 30, 50 billion bucks in the bank, says, I'll take care of the four hundred million dollar upgrade or not upgrade, but maintenance to the stadium. And we'll put another hundred million into salary, which is a total of what, 500 million bucks again. A drop in the bucket when you're talking, you know, tens of billions. Would you take that money? Would you take that owner? Would you take that investment? Because that's that. Look, start looking over the fence. Again, they're in. They're in the uh, Premier Soccer League. They're in the Formula One. They've now bought. They've now bought golf, which is the utmost purest of sports, so to speak. Would you take that? That's something you got to ask yourself. 877 I think it's a really, really, and it's only a hypothetical. I'm not saying it's going to happen. But at some point, you know they're going to come a-knocking. Right? You know that's going to happen. 877-867-1670. Uh, Rick says, well, didn't Jerry Jones make his money in oil? Yes. 
but Jerry Jones has not been in some way, shape, or form linked to these atrocities of 9-11. So, <laughs> a little bit different. It's not about where the money came from. It's about what the money's been used for. So, I just thought I'd throw it out there because I think now that live now basically now that all the, the the dust is settled for the most part on this whole PGA thing, and I really waited. I wanted to wait. I tried to really hold my water on this because it, it seemingly was just a smarmy deal. And now that you read it, um, and you realize what actually happened, yeah, the PGA and more so Monahan sold sold out everybody on the PGA Tour. And now the money is what it is. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to chime in and jump on board, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Again, 877-867-1670. Hey, our friends at Potawatomi Hotel Casino, uh, they have got, well, maybe you could hit it big. I'm not going to say you're going to buy a sports franchise, but, you know, maybe make life a little bit easier. Check out our friends at Potawatomi Hotel Casino, Milwaukee. Go to PaysBig.com. That is PaysBig.com for all the information for weekend stays, getaways. I know they're actually closing down today for a short period of time because they're running a lot of new electric through the buildings. And so they're going to be closed for just a short period of time. And then they're opening back up, and they continue to renovate and make that sports book bigger and more beautiful. And they got that going on and, and a lot of renovations. And they continue to just kind of grow and get, like I said, bigger and better. That's Pottawatomie Hotel Casino. Again, go to pot- PaysBig.com. That is PaysBig.com. Ready! This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome to Palo Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. May I take your order? I'd like nine windows, please. Of course. All our products are custom-made just for you. I'm hoping they'll match my home. Of course they can. Have it your way. Excuse me? We're talking about windows, right? Yes. We customize any decor. Our design options are virtually limitless. Even more customized than your coffee. So you're like my personal barista for windows and doors. Exactly. And you couldn't have picked a better time because if you customize your order by August 31st, you can bundle and save big. Good deal. That was easy. Thank you. Drive through. Pella's premium wood windows and patio doors feature distinguished craftsmanship and nearly endless possibilities. Bundle and save when you customize your order by August 31st at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Visit PellaWI.com. program hey if you are looking for a fun and exciting career maybe just a great place to go and get away either way uh, our friends over at the four seasons island resort in pembine they are adding to their culinary team they are adding uh, pretty much space up there for a lot of new employees and they want to become really a destination for you know they was one of the best workplaces in the state and they also have uh, the pine mountain resort which is up in the up but uh, they offer benefits such as medical dental vision 401k pto plus uh, a lot of perks and discounts as well 
And uh, all you got to do is give our girl Barb a call. Uh, whether you want to go up and you just want to spend a weekend and enjoy it, whether it's golfing or at the pool or the UTV and the ATV trails, waterfall tours, whatever it is for the family, you name it, maybe meeting space, they've got all of that. But if you want a career and you want to uh, maybe get something into the, the culinary world or maybe you just want to get into the hospitality world, that's our friends at Four Seasons Island Resort and Pine Mountain Resort. Call Barb today, B-A-R-B. Uh, call her at 715-938-5110, 715-938-5110, and, um, and give her a shout, and she'd be happy to help you. And also, don't forget, if you uh, go to the website or something like that, uh, make sure you use the promo code Michaels15, Bill Michaels 15 and you get 15% off of your stay, which is awesome, awesome. Uh, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Want to hear from you. Again, 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout, please feel free. I know, Jim, you're online and uh, you went to break and you dropped off. But if you want to come back, feel free to go ahead and do so. Uh, This is from Wayne. This is maybe all a coincidence and maybe not. The hitting on the team all went into the dumpster, including Yelich, when Braun left. Then the kneecap and the hitting coach left seemingly in a disagreement with the organization. It was replaced by first uh, one guy, then the other, and to where they got two guys now. Uh, he said uh, maybe it's all coincidence that it just all went bad from there. Um, That's a great question. We've all pondered. I mean, there's so much discussion. There's talk about when Braun left. There's talk about the hitting coach. There's talk about the fact that, you know, after the whole, uh, you know, Houston Astros scandal, that some teams, including, um, you know, the the Brewers, were you know rumored to be benefactors of whatever teams were doing, you know, um, I, you know, I don't know, I I don't know what to believe. I don't know because nothing's been proven. Certainly, Major League Baseball has not come out and chastised the Brewers in any way, shape, or form. So you're innocent until proven guilty. In today's day and age, we tend to look at things in a different light. If we feel it's right in some way, shape, or form, then it suddenly becomes fact until proven it's not, rather than, you know, innocent until proven. But you know where I'm going with it. So I don't know. I, I don't know what to, I, I don't know what to think. The only thing I know is that the results are they're one of the worst hitting teams in many different categories in Major League Baseball. They're bottom five in every category, damn near. And, and I, the 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 one thing I will say is, who cares about home runs? As much as you you can look at a home run and say, you know, yeah, it gives you score, it, it drives in runs, and and you know, that's fine. But your you're a team Here, – here's a question. Let me ask you this. Are they getting it done with smoke and mirrors, or is this a decent team? It's that simple. Are they getting it done with smoke and mirrors? You're one of the worst-hitting teams in Major League Baseball, yet you're only a game out of the top spot in your division. So either you got unbelievable and stellar pitching, right? Because that's what you would figure. You would figure, okay, this team is just amazing when it comes – comes to the pitching department, right? But uh, when you look at uh, overall whip, you know, uh, it's not like they're lighting the world on fire. The Brewers are 14th, 14th in Major League Baseball. Batting average against the Milwaukee Brewers. It's not terrible. It's not great. Uh, Batting average against the Brewers, 
Brewers are ninth best, batting a, a whopping 241 against them, which is ninth best in baseball. So while they're in the bottom, a lot of categories, bottom-wise, in Major League Baseball, um, pitching-wise, they're at least top 10, and that's what's keeping them around. Um, it's funny because the Brewers pitching staff, they're one of the best in baseball. Uh, or Excuse me, one of the worst in baseball when it comes to giving up the home run. For as good, as good as the pitching staff has been, the Brewers are 25th in Major League Baseball pitching staff-wise at giving up home runs. Uh, the A's, the White Sox, the Mets, the Blue Jays are worse than the Brewers. The Brewers have given up, given up 87 home runs on the season as a pitching staff. That's fifth worst in baseball. Really, it's it's tied with Colorado for fifth worst in baseball. But otherwise, they're not terrible. They just they've given up quite a few home runs. Their strikeouts as a as a pitching staff has gone down. They were really really solid a couple of years ago. They're steadily worse uh, as a pitching staff. They ranked twenty fifth in Major League Baseball with strikeouts. But as they know, strikeouts are fascist, right? But when it comes to a lot of their other, um, when it comes to a lot of the other Brewers, um, how do I put this? Pitching statistic with ERA and WHIP and all that kind of stuff, they're not terrible. When when you look at overall ERA and look at uh, the the WHIP of the team and where they're at, but Brewers ERA, they're thirteenth in baseball, four point oh six ERA. Some of those numbers have been skewed, as all of them are, but. If they could just hit, think about how much better this team would be. If they could just hit. And, yes, by the way, they are still in the negative when it comes to run differential. Uh, Pittsburgh leading the division at plus two. The Brewers, uh, negative 21. Negative 21, which is amazing. It's a weird statistic because, think about this, the Cardinals – the Cardinals are eight games back, dead last in the division, and they're only negative one. The Brewers are negative 21. The Reds are negative 34. Chicago's negative 13. So, technically, since uh, the Cubs are the, uh, the – or, excuse me, Cincinnati's the worst. Brewers are second worst. Cubs third, then St. Louis, then Pittsburgh. But it's just – it's it. that's the kind of weird anomalies that – kind of jump out at you regarding this Brewers season. So are they getting it done with smoke and mirrors? Or are they just a good baseball team that's just going through a rough stretch? Right? You tell me. Ronald says smoke and mirrors. The makeup is a bunch of cast-offs and some minor league talent, one overpaid regular player with a great pitching staff and weak regulars. Rick says that's why just a few bats could turn this th- whole thing around. Uh, Randy says all smoke and mirrors. All smoke and mirrors. Um, he said all smoke and mirrors, one player batting 300. Uh, Wayne says smoke and mirrors can't hit home runs if you can't make contact. Um. Uh, Chris says, man, cut that 44 dude from uh, from Cincy run. Holy smokes. Can that 44 dude? Yes. De La Cruz uh, can motor. De La Cruz. And they, I don't even, I was just reading an article about how Cincinnati found him. 
and ended up signing him. But yeah, what a what a find. Uh, Art says smoke and mirrors. Kathy says smoke and mirrors. Um, our buddy Steve says first of all, not more with your uh, call from uh, Tomahawk. Just got back from a five day fishing trip to that general area, and mosquitoes will pick you up and actually carry you away. I was lucky enough to have Thermocell Mosquito Barrier, the best thing I've ever bought, and it was nothing short of amazing. Uh, I made the fishing trip very relaxed. It made the fishing trip very rela- relaxing. Thermocell Mosquito Barrier. Because we're getting ready to head. I mean, I'm leaving tomorrow for Rice Lake. Is it, uh, like, hor- horrific up in the north northern portion of Wisconsin mosquito-wise? Because if it is, let me know. Here... Where the where we basically been in a, a mild drought, I, even though we did get a little rain over the weekend, uh, yeah, it's I haven't seen a mosquito. In my backyard, not a one. It's been great all season long so far. So if it's bad up there, let me know. And where do I pick up thermocell? Please let me know. Uh, while we were on the lakes and listening to the games, it was disgusting and disenchanting. I can't recall a Brewer team that is this inept. They are twenty fifth in Major League Baseball and scored. Uh, when the pitching staff only gives up two or three runs, they can't score enough to even win. It's ridiculous. Matt Arnold really needs to address the issue. We talked about Jonathan India, and I wonder what it would be, what it would take to get him. The Brewers are not a bad team, but they are also not a good team. They are a mediocre team with a good rotation. On a side note, uh, I have your T-shirt. Uh, uh, it's weird being the same age as old people. <laughs> I need to figure out how to. Steve, that's awesome. <laughs> Oh, I know. I, I've caught myself a couple of times doing that when somebody will say, you know, how, how old are they? And I'll say, yeah, a little bit older person. And then I'll go, you know, eh, 57, 58. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm in that area. I'm creeping up on that. I'm like, oh, oh, I don't want to be that guy. I just don't. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Uh, get back to the phone calls when we come back. 877-867-1670. Uh, by the way, Jason said mosquitoes terrible up north. Get my Thermocell stuff from Fleet Farm. Okay, Fleet Farm, because uh, i got to find it. Thermocell, any sporting goods store is going to have it. Menards, too. Uh, Walmart, I'm sure, going to have it as well. So, okay. Yeah, uh, Cal says, yep, mosquitoes up north. Terrible. Um, meanwhile, Wayne says, I'm on Washington Island right now. I'm pretty much bug-free. Okay. And uh, Derek says, the mosquitoes up north are the worst I've ever seen. A lot of rain. A lot of rain up there uh, early on this year. Really wet for the most part, and uh, I wish some of that, you know, moisture would have flown our way, but nah, baby, nah. Uh, This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Cruise Planners. Cruise and land vacations. Call my buddy Kirk, uh, 262-344-0697, 262-344-0697. And if you're taking a cruise, great. If you want to finance it, great. If you want the trip of a lifetime, they can help you out with it. Maybe you just want a weekend getaway, a little while on some beach time. He can help you out with that as well. That's our friends at Cruise Planners, 262-344-0697. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. some grilling this weekend i bet you did we did uh we got out and about this weekend man uh, probably did uh, more out and about this weekend than we had planned on but still got a little grilling in and uh, got some great pork chops some thick steak cut pork chops for my friends down at robert specialty meats in waukesha which uh, it was just awesome i saw a few people down there that i knew and 
some people that were there because they heard it on the show, trying the ribs on a stick, and they were taking them to tailgate ballpark. But I uh, got the pork chops, and then I brought it home, and I got some of the uh, the rub from our friends at Burn Pit Barbecue, and I put a little olive oil on them. I doused them in that, rubbed them down, and then sprinkled some of the rub on there, got the uh, grill up to about 400 degrees, tossed them on there, charred them, diamond charred, and then put a little more rub on with a little bit of brown sugar and then flipped them. Oh, my God. So good. That rub from Burn Pit Barbecue so good. Those pork chops from Robert's were so awesome. Good stuff. I can't recommend it enough. Again, uh, Robert's Specialty Meats down in Waukesha is awesome. And in addition to that, our friends at Burn Pit Barbecue, burnpbq.com. That is burnpitbbq.com. They are a veteran-owned company based in Racine, Wisconsin as well, and just just incredible. So uh, you two things you cannot go wrong with. That's our friends uh, at uh, Robert's Specialty Meats and Burn Pit Barbecue. Oh, so, so good. So, so good. Oof. Uh, and I think we're going to take some of that with us. I'm actually going to swing by Robert's today, and uh, that stuff's going to go in the RV and uh, we'll grill and such. So going to be out there grilling out at uh, Road America this weekend as well. So looking forward to it. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Cassidy says, if you're coming to the Northwoods area, you better put some netting around all the important parts. The mosquitoes are terrible. If I have to put netting around the important parts, uh, I'm going to really have to think twice about going outside. I really have to. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've not heard from our buddy Keith Tozer, or uh, uh, not Keith Tozer, Tom Kozer. Uh Tom Kozer up at uh, the Rice Lake Celebrity Golf Outing. I haven't heard because I remember the one year – because he has the uh, the party, which is coming up on Wednesday night. He does, uh, like, all the incoming celebs, all the former Packers and Brewers and, and Minnesota Vikings and Twins guys, and everybody gets together at Tom's house on Wednesday night, the night before the actual outing. And uh, Wayne Larrabee's there, and I'm there, and some other people there, and we kind of get up and do do our shtick and introduce people the way Tom does. And uh, But uh, last year, not bad. Two years ago? The mosquitoes were so thick you could have cut them with a knife. So I wonder how it's going to be. I wonder if it's bad up there. So if anybody's listening to the Lake area, let me know, because I think I'm going to have to have to make a stop over at Farm and Fleet and pick up that thumb cell. Never heard of that stuff before, so I'm glad uh, people are pointing it out going, oh, yeah, this stuff's so definitely good stuff. 877 877- uh, <laughs> Scott says, if you're putting netting around the important parts, that's the original tent pole. How are we looking? <laughs> Love that. Oh my goodness. Um, this is from Alex. Alex says, uh, Hey Bill, uh, the brewers have stunk offensively for a while now. Is this systemic problems or is this something where we're just seeing a downturn in offense in major league baseball? Well, Okay, if we look at it as it's just a Brewers thing, okay, just a Brewers thing, then why has the Texas Rangers been able to rebuild and and be the number one on-base percentage team in, in Major League Baseball? Why have the Tampa Bay Rays been so consistent? Why are the Braves so consistent? Again, the Dodgers, you know, their OPS overall, Dodgers are fi- uh, fourth best at 789. The Diamondbacks have improved. The Diamondbacks were terrible a couple years ago. Now they're back at 766. 
You know, you just go through. Like, look at the last. Let's go last year. Okay, last year the best OPS in baseball was the Dodgers. Right? Dodgers, Braves, Blue Jays. Blue Jays were up there last year. Yankees, with all they were doing, and with Judge going for the homer record and all that kind of stuff. All that. St. Louis, one of the best OPSs in baseball, along with the, the Astros, the Phillies, the Red Sox. Okay, so. Now, you got a gauge, right? You got the gauge. So then you go back to 2021. It was the Blue Jays, the Astros, Red Sox were up there. The Giants were up there. Reds were up there. The Reds were 759 OPS. Reds were fifth base, best in baseball. Then you had the White Sox. The Nationals, they were at number eight. Right? Okay. So then you go, I don't want to really take 2020. Go back to 2019. 2019? You've got the best team in baseball, OPS-wise, was the Twins, the Yankees, the Dodgers. So the Yankees and the Dodgers, the Red Sox, they're, they're kind of there, along with the Braves. They got bigger payrolls, right? So they're buying and selling those players. But you had the Nationals, the Cubs, the Rockies. The Brewers were 12th, 12th best in baseball back then, 12th. So you fast forward, you go four years, and they're one of the worst. This year, Tampa Bay Rays, Atlanta Braves, the Rangers have risen. They're up there. Dodgers are still there. The Diamondbacks have come up. The Angels are sixth best in baseball. Then there's the Red Sox. Blue Jays are hanging there. The Cardinals are are ninth best in baseball this year in OPS. So my question is, why the massive fluctuation for the Milwaukee Brewers? you got a lot of the same teams that have got a lot of good guys. They've been able to put together these offensive teams. Is it systemic where you just get a couple of guys that come up, they they make your team great, and then all of a sudden the Brewers go back down again? These other teams have been able to sustain. Yes, they got bigger payrolls. I understand that, okay? But the Tampa Bay Rays, they've been pretty consistent. You've seen Arizona bounce around a little bit, and the Arizona Diamondbacks are back. They got one of the better OPS so far this season in baseball. They're sitting at number five right now. Why are the Brewers just, why have the dissension of the Brewers? Why has it been so dramatic to where it's just dropped every year? What the hell is going on? 877-867-1670, Think about that for a minute. Think about that. Uh, this is from Drake, who says uh, the Brewers' problem starts in the minor league system. They have a whole lot of hitters coming up. They've drafted more pitchers than they have hitters, and the guys that they've tried to develop have not panned out. It's been bad drafting, bad team play, bad management. Craig Council needs to go because they are so locked into the statistics that he can no longer manage with his gut. He is nothing more than a fool and a puppet for Mark Antanasio. That whoa, I don't believe that for a minute. I don't believe that for a minute. I've been a proponent of Craig Council for what he's been able to get. Do you? Here's the question. You would have to then believe that they have a lot of talent that has been sub-managed versus a lack of talent and underperformers that has been over-managed to put them to where they are today. I think it's the latter. It sounds to me like you got a little bit of an anti-Craig Council bias, to be honest with you. But I, but, but again... I honestly, I think that at this point in time, at this point in time, I don't believe um, 
you got to go. I don't believe in just throwing out the statistics and saying this is how we're going to set up our lineup. I think right now you just got to go with whoever's hot. And and let's be honest. I mean, when you talk about drafting, they, they have rebuilt the farm system. They have rebuilt this farm system. A lot of good talent is down right now in the minor league system. So to say that they've drafted poorly, I that, that's an erroneous email. So appreciate it, but I think you're wrong. Uh, 877-867-1671. John says, I live an hour south of Rice Lake. Mosquitoes aren't bad, but the gnats are horrible. Bring some cigars. Oh, cigars are packed. Cigars are packed. And I'm picking up some more today, as a matter of fact. Just an FYI. Uh, Steve says, I firmly believe that the players understand that ownership does not care about winning, so why try? Just get paid. A lot of negativity, and I I can't argue with it. Can't argue with it. Uh, Chuck says, Thermosel is going to work if you aren't moving a lot, i.e. fishing, gardening, sitting on the deck, hunting, etc. But if you're moving around, such as mowing the lawn, jogging, not so much. It kind of provides a force field that protects you from bugs. Wayne says, here at Terang, Weimer all hit the crap out of the ball in the minors against many of the same pitchers that they are now facing in the majors, and all of a sudden they can't hit. It has to be coaching because you don't forget how to hit on the plane north and then remember when you go back south. Tell me why Keston Hira has been such a, a career minor league player and such a horrific mistake in the majors. Now, Weimer, I credit because Weimer, first time being a full-time player in the majors, he uh, started out gangbusters and then slowed down, and now he's back. He's back to playing some pretty good baseball. He's back to hitting the baseball more consistently. 877 867 yeah, um, and I agree. Jake says, are you kidding me? Bad drafting. How do they have four top 100 prospects in the outfield with a top 100 prospect at catcher as well? That was a terrible call. It wasn't a call. It was an email. But I get what you're saying. 877-867-1670. Hit us up again. 877-867-1670. Would love to hear from you and your thoughts on the Milwaukee Brewers. First couple of hours spent basically talking about the Brewers. And, and rightfully so, considering where they're at right now. It was just a disappointing weekend in so many different facets. And uh, to not only lose to, but get swept by the worst team in baseball is just, uh, that's, that's a punch to the solar plexus. Hey, our friends at Curly's Waterfront Sports Bar and Grill, <laughs> talking to Ryan and his staff, always great people. Uh, I did have a friend of ours that was at Curly's and said, boy, a lot of people excited on Friday night for the A's. And he sat there and watched the game and left just going, oh, that. And he could only imagine uh, the depression that set in over the weekend as the Brewers lost all to Oakland. But uh, I agree with you. Still a great place, though. Still a great place. He said his wife had uh, the pizza. His kids shared some of that. And he had the pig, pig porker sandwich. He said the pig porker is the real deal. And I completely concur. That's Curly's Waterfront Sports Bar and Grill, Pewaukee Lake, Lakeview Boulevard, in Pewaukee, more of the Bill Michael Show. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
welcome back. We've got the motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September 3rd. And if you want to follow us, go to Facebook.com, Facebook.com slash Big Unit Poker Run. And that'll keep you updated on everything. And we've got some good stuff we're going to drop this week, too. Going to do some videos on the road, but uh, it's going to be really uh, kind of cool. So we've got a lot of neat stuff we want to tell you about. Uh, but got to say thanks to our friends, uh, a lot of sponsors that come on board and, and want to support it. And that's our friends at Every Plumbing and Heating in La Crosse. And uh, they were founded by a Korean, Korean War veteran back in 1969. And now it's a third generation. And Craig's got it. And uh, doing a great job. Uh, looking to hire and looking to expand. So if you're looking for a job, call them 608-783-303. Anywhere out there in the uh, La Crosse, Trempolo, Monroe County, Vernon County, Jackson County area. But uh, they're good people. Plumbing, heating, AC as well. Looking for a lot of commercial plumbers and electricians on top of it. So if you are uh, thinking about that, maybe making the jump, call Craig over there. They are hiring. But if you're looking for a qualified and a veteran-founded business to uh, work for your plumbing, your heating, your air conditioning needs, those are the guys. 608-783-2803. Um... This is uh, from Neil. He said uh, they brought in not one but two batting coaches and have done nothing offensively since uh, the guys like Adamas just going downhill while continually swinging for the fences. Since those hires, too many average pitchers are stars against us. Yelich can't even hit to center or right anymore. His bat is late nearly every at-bat. That, Neil, you're right, and I, I get ripped for this all the time, all the time. Because I say, look at Christian Yelich. He can't even keep up with a fastball anymore. Oh, but look, he's slapping it down the down the left field line. But he's not doing it on purpose. He's doing it because it's an oh, yeah moment. And, and then he's just kind of getting there late. He says he's bats late nearly every time. Do we need new coaches with new strategy? Uh, I am not paying any more to watch this. That's from Neil. Uh, I, I've said that, look, you take it as long as he's getting, you know, knocks down the left field line. I, I understand that because that means, you know, what's funny is that have you noticed when Christian Yelich, he'll swing and miss once or twice. And he's late. I mean, like two days late, like you could order a beer, get it delivered, be sitting there drinking it. And then finally the rest of the swing comes through. It's just, it's late. But when he, he does make contact. Okay, when he does make contact and slaps it down the left field line, they'll always say, oh, Christian Yelich is coming back because he's starting to spray the ball all around the park. When was the last time? I think the last time, about, what, three weeks ago, he pulled one down the left field or down the right field line and took it out of the park and hit a hell of a home run. And I thought, okay, he turned on the ball. Maybe this is the beginning. But every time I say that, every time I say maybe this is the beginning, and we all know it's we're just setting ourselves up for a letdown. It is what it is at this point. But I agree with you. I don't think a batting coach is going to give him better recognition. Maybe maybe they can help you out spin rate or something to that effect or something that you can notice a tell or two uh, among pitchers. But for the most part, pitchers now, they're so videotaped, and they, they go through those pitching labs. And now with uh, the, the, the little digital for calling that they use for calling pitches, they don't even have a nod anymore to what it is they like or don't like or what have you. And it's become the pitching against those guys have become so good. I, I just don't know how another batting coach is going to make that big of a difference. 
I think at some point you just have to look and say, we have accumulated some really bad talent. And they just can't hit. Or, or you are messing with that lineup so damn much, there is no comfort there. I guess, you know, and, and so all managers do it. All managers play to the averages and such, and, and all managers do that. I, I understand that. But there, maybe there's something to be said for just continuity. I don't know. But it's this is like deja vu. We've talked about this like every year for a couple of years now. Uh, when we come back after the top of the hour, Gerard is in Delaware. He'll be uh, talking some Packers with us first out of the shoot. We will talk a little Packers football. We talked a little about the Saudis getting involved in other major sports. Nobody addressed that. Nobody wanted to sell their soul to the devil today. I found that rather interesting. Two hours down, two hours yet to go. Gerard, hang in there. We got a lot more to get to. A lot more to get to. No. No, Jesse, we have remained today pretty much Aaron Rodgers free. No topics, no discussion. I know that they are uh, trying to shove him down our throats again, yet again today over on the Four Letter Network, which the quarterback coming into the season that has the biggest chip on his shoulder is Aaron Rodgers. Uh, So I know that, but beyond that. All right, hang in there. We got a lot more to get to. Two more hours yet to go. We'll be back right after this. 